love is a lot. Thanks for hanging out with us today. It is Lori and Julia. Lori's out for the day, so it's Julia and Brittany. Brittany, which? Seriously, <laughs> you get your own thing. And Grant is back today from a fun weekend of hunting, and he doesn't hunt. That's right. <laughs> I was telling Grant, I was like, Grant, you are smart because everyone hangs out and has a really fun time, but then they have to wake up super early, and he just skipped that part. Yep. But, like, Jeff, my husband, I said, you know, how do you sit in that stand? I love nature. Oh. Justin claims. I love looking he's like, at the woods. He's like, I love hunting. And what usually happens is he sends me <laughs> pictures for, like, three hours in the morning. And then I wake up when I wake up. And I look at them all and go, cool. Thank oh. you. Oh. Thank oh, you for yes. sending me a oh, bunch look. of. The I mean, woods again. I, I actually like the photos, but I just want to be like, you don't have to. Like, if you want to, like, you know, disconnect. But I think. I think we all have problems with that, right? Like fully disconnecting. Jeff's obviously better at it. We're it's my we're better at it than your you guys. You period. are not good at it. <laughs> I think I sent out a couple of texts. I say at like midnight. Yeah, can you get this? Can you do this? Okay, so here we go. We have a busy, busy week, a busy, fun day, yeah. and I just want people to know we've got two giveaways <gasps> every day this week. The first one is Christmas Carol. And it um, is at the Guthrie, and this is just a classic holiday play that if you've never seen it, it is, you leave there with a warm heart. Like, so what? It's Christmas. It's, you know, Scrooge, the story of Scrooge and Bah Humbug, and it's the miserable man Ebenezer Scrooge. Nice. Greets Christmas every year with Bah Humbug until he's visited of the ghost of Christmas past, Christmas present, and Christmas future. But it, it's a really heartwarming show, and it's always done so well at the Guthrie. So sometime in our show, we're giving away a pair of tickets to the opening night, Friday, November 17th. And then tickets go on sale this Friday uh, morning to the big Darius Rucker, Hootie and the Blowfish tour, summer camp, and trucks tour. It's going to be at Summer Somerset Amphitheater, which I've wanted to go to. Yeah. You just have to plan extra time to get you know in and out. Just chill with it. Just be one with the vibe. I think the you you experienced Hootie Fest at its finest. Uh, you know what Hootie is about. <laughs> is it about a chill vibe? Oh, it's about just having fun. So and, it, it, and it's totally with Collective Soul and Edwin McCain. And this is going to be on Thursday, August 8th of this year, 2024. Hey. Dang, that's going to be fun. I feel like it's my golden millennium um, 100th birthday. If I was born on the 24th of August, does not apply to you. And this is on nope. August 8th? Nope. That's 8, 20, anything. 24, almost. Because if you have a golden birthday that's the 24th, yeah. is your next one 100 years later, 2024, and then you're 2024? <laughs> I want to make I, that. I, like, I think it's offensive to call this girl math because it's not, I don't think it's math. I think it's. I think it's you trying to be make yourself feel special about something that is nothing. <laughs> I was May 23rd, and I didn't even celebrate that hard if I would have known it's my millennial birthday. Oh, of 2023. Oh, I get it. Look, at you missed out. Okay, so That's why you, I'm angry. All right, so your golden birthday was when you were 23rd. Three. Where'd yeah. you get? Did you get anything golden? We had such a... We actually had a party at Tom Reed's, the hockey bar. Oh, yeah, on West 7th. Because we used to go to it all the time, mm-hmm. and my... I wore like a fun gold dress and I invited a bunch of people from uh, KQ at the time. And my sister brought a bunch of cupcakes into the bar. It was super fun. Yeah. Like I have a bunch of photos of 
me running around in a gold dress and having a blast. I love it. What about you, Grant? I was 16. Mine's the 16th. So, yeah, I was in high school. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure we did something a little bit special, but that was so long. That was too long ago for me to remember. Grant, only child vibe. Yeah. Do you got a car, didn't you? Um, I got a car when I for yes, I did get a car, but not for my birthday. I got a car. I got a my grandpa gave me his car. It was a nineteen ninety blazer, so at the time it was ten years old. Oh so. and it was his old car. So I know, right? but it was nice that I didn't have to pay for one. Absolutely. Right. So yeah, only child got my car first car for free. Hell yeah. Well both mine did, which yeah. is very discouraging. Yeah. Because then one of them crashed it right away. Oh, so yeah. a week into oh, it. Made it made me so mad. A week into We'd it. We went a little oh. longer, but I was like, ah. Mm-hmm, My dad fun. made me drive home from that crash because he's like, I don't want you to be afraid of driving. It was still drivable, but I remember <laughs> it took a week and I <laughs> crashed it up. You know, crazy. Okay, so I did. Um, we're going to break early because we have a special guest <gasps> and um, we're going to be talking about something special. But I do want to say, uh, Jeff and I checked out All the Light You Cannot See, which is based on a Pulitzer Prize winning book that came out in 2020, 2014. If people, it's about World War II, a blind gal who um, gives radio messages during uh, World War II and the height of World War II from St. Malo, which is this beautiful seaport city um, on the side of France by uh, that would meet up with Great Britain if there wasn't water there. Uh-huh. <laughs> How's this for my travel directions? But I read the book and I'd read kind of discouraging a little bit at first reviews. Yeah. But we binged watched it. We have one left. It's so good. Really? It's so good. Okay. And it's really a beautiful story. So that is on maybe Netflix. It's a great story. Yeah, that sounds so if really good. People want to watch something great. We we did that last night. Is it a limited series? So like once it's, it's just four. And yep, that's it. All right, four I like that. Done because it it's really good. And I yeah. know Lori, our friend Sandy, was watching it and loved it. And um, I'm just going to give it a big thumbs up. That's awesome. So just yet tip. another thing. If you have a sore foot and can't go out and play sports, and you're stuck watching TV. I'll tell you what to watch every single day. Any other body parts will probably not like it, but if you have a sore foot, this is for you. You can't move. You can't, you can't walk. Move. You can't do anything. Sore leg? No. Sore foot? Yes. You'll sore- like this show. Yeah, right. So please act accordingly. Please do that. All right. We're going to take a quick break and um, we'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia on my talk. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. We have a question from one of our listeners. She was told she needs to split everything 50-50. Is this true? It's not that black and white. Our law says that there will be a fair and equitable distribution of the marital estate. Your marital estate talks about what you own and what you owe. Most cases, equitable usually means equal, but there can be facts in certain circumstances under which one party's awarded more assets or one party's awarded more debts. It's really a case-by-case basis, and that's why you're really need to come in and talk to an attorney about what your particular case entails. So what does that mean for her house and her 401k? Again, it's really a case-by-case basis. And remember, dividing things equally, even if you're doing that, doesn't mean you're necessarily splitting every single asset. So there's lots of different ways to do it, depending on what people want, what their goals are, and how you can reach resolution. That's really good information. I bet a lot of other listeners want to know this. For your free one-hour divorce consultation, go to TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. Thanks for hanging out with us. Today's special guest is Karen, all back from BravoCon, which is 
a gathering of all of the Bravo reality shows in a specific place for one weekend. And there's different panels and there's different things. And we talked to you Thursday last week when you got there. We talked to you Friday and you put Justin, um, Whitney's husband on from Salt Lake um, City, which was darling. And you're back. And we want to, we have threatened to go to this. Lori and Brittany are way more Bravo Bravo people than me. (laughs) It's like not. It's, I'm unwell. She, she isn't. She's unhealthy. But I want to ask you this. How much does it cost for the VVBAP? Because you were talking about being in the front row. And if you so, don't want to share. Yeah, no, it's fine. I'll share. I mean, it's public knowledge. It's on the website. I think we paid 1700 for our ticket mm-hmm. for our wristband. And then we did an add-on, a Bravo Palooza add-on, which was another $262. Okay. So, so it's about two grand to go. Yeah. Besides... Your hotel in your yeah, and Andy made it but very. It's worth it. Andy made it very clear, Karen, that Bravo covered the hotel rooms. Oh yeah, wasn't that the funniest yeah. thing? Do you remember when he said that? Yeah, I just want to be really clear that Bravo did cover the hotel yeah. rooms. Yeah, that's an odd. It was odd. It yeah, was odd. It, okay, it was weird. What was your favorite thing that happened at BravoCon? Oh my god, that's a really hard question yeah. because it's so overwhelming. It's three days. You can't. Even in three days, even with VIP having faster access to lines, you can't get it all in. But I think my favorite thing was just hanging out in the VIP lounge because that's where all the Bravo lives. <gasps> they would oh. all come in. You drank with them. You just oh. like we just ended up we did a lot of panels the first day. And then by right. Saturday, I'm like, let's just go hang out in that lounge. And they just come and stop by like you. That's how you got to hang out with Justin. Yeah. Yeah. Be. They're all over the place. Like who was your favorite person that you met? Ah, Uba from New York. Oh, she Uba hot. was a blast. He seems like a blast. She seems like the type that's like will be your best friend until she's not. She was she was fun, and um, Jeff Lewis was just adorable as well. I mean, they were I they were him. all they were all great. They were all so genuinely thankful of their fans. How about Erica Jane from Real Housewives? I didn't of, see. Of I House. saw her, but I didn't have a chance to talk yeah, to she's her. She's just tiny. They're all. Are tiny. they all tiny? I look like an Amazon woman in all my pictures. Okay, let me ask. I understand because that's how Hollywood is too. Yeah. We, we're giants. But is Heather Gray from um, Heather Gay Salt from Salt Lake City? From Salt, Salt Lake, Lake City. City. Is she like an 810 or is she like a 1214? No, she's probably like an 8. That's what I thought. And she looks huge next to those people. I know. And she's a size 8. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it, an 8. So really, these people are that they are, teeny. Like, they're all, like, double zeros. Okay, so the VIP, that means you got to sit in the front row for some of the panels. What was the one of the yep. really, one of the highlight panels that you went to? Oh, we did the first one with Jeff Lewis and Andy Cohen. When they were really and talkative. It was, Jeff Lewis has no filter I on how he feels about him. the Bravo liberties, which is hilarious. So I watched a lot of this on TikTok Live <laughs> because I, again, yeah. am unwell. And, um... <laughs> What was the question that you thought was kind of brazen for somebody to ask that he actually answered? To Andy? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I don't even remember what some of the questions were that some of the fans asked, And honestly. And then did you go to the Vanderpump Rules panel? I did. So we just stayed in our seats. Oh. So we stayed in our seats. We had front row seats for Andy, the Jersey men, and then the Vanderpump panel what was the vibe with Tan- uh, tom sandoval it was the fans were ruthless yeah in my opinion i actually left and i felt i felt sorry and for it, him after the actually, panel it's like he messed up they've all they all messed up messed i think up that seems at one point or another i think and, it's rude what about Teresa judice um she was 
I didn't, New in Jersey. my opinion, she was nice. I didn't think she looked that great. Well, she's yeah. done so much. Yeah, she's had too much work done, I think. What like. is it like when you look at them and their lips go from the top of their nose <laughs> to the bottom of their chin? I mean, seriously, there's so much stuff in them. Some of them don't even look human, yeah. honestly. But they are most, for the most part, you see them in person and you're like, wow, you are a showstopper. You're, they're stunning. They're yeah. beautiful on the shows. And then you see them in person and it's like, and no, they have glam. Everyone's prettier in person. Was yeah. yeah. Did you see the whole cast of the new Roni, the new Real Housewives of New York? Yeah, pretty much. They were um, Bryn and Cy. Oh, did you fall in love with Bryn? Like I love Bryn. Okay, Me too. The the one thing that was posted about Bryn from New York is when she came down the escalator and someone's doing something, playing music or something, and she's got her Louboutins in, and they get stuck in the yeah. escalator yeah. and she falls out like the Wicked Witch of the yes. West. That was hysterical. It was. I didn't see it, but I saw it on on. I social just saw media. It on social media. That was hysterical to me. Yeah, it was funny. Those shoes, everybody's saying that those shoes need to go into the clubhouse. Yes, I because agree. Because they're now iconic. Right. And so <laughs> as a fan, so you had access to everything. And I, I hear you. You go to the first day of breakouts and then you're like, ah, let's just hang yeah. out with the cool people. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you go to the last night thing when they gave out the awards? We didn't. We okay. Those were all additional add-ons. Yeah. And we did two of those last year. So we just chose to not do them and we did other stuff. Would you go year. again? A hundred percent. Will you bring me? No, a hundred percent. We want to know when you're buying the tickets, Lori. Now, if we kept looking, if there's media there, why can't we cover it? You should. I know. I looked it up, but Lori's going to be on it next year. Oh, good. And she, will they do Vegas again? You think next year? I don't know. I I bet they will. Yeah. And then, did you get to walk around and go to the booths? Yeah, the bizarre booths. Yeah, we saw Sandoval was working at his. Austin was working at his. Vicky was working at hers. I mean, we, they were all they're all in and out of their booths. Did all you day. buy Coda insurance? I did not. Okay, did you, you need it from? She Vicky. was selling Trace Amigas t-shirts. Oh, okay. <laughs> what about um, um, Ramona's daughter? Oh, I saw Avery. Avery. Yeah. yeah, she was there with the boot booth promoting yeah. her bachelorette parties. Ramona was supposed to be there as well uh, at that yeah. booth and off. then got yeah told yeah. to not come. Um, did you see Sheena with her good as gold mm-hmm. record? Yes. I, I heard for her you weren't supposed to ask for a photo unless you bought the $50 one, seat, one song at her booth, but I got a picture with her and Brock and her daughter was out there too. <gasps> she's so Yeah, cute. she's adorable. They had her dressed in like gold shimmery matching outfits. She's adorable. Summer. Okay, moon. what about below deck? <laughs> the captain and I Sam, met Captain yeah. Jason, okay. which was a highlight. Yeah. And everybody enjoyed those texts when I sent them this weekend. Yeah. And um, let's see, Colin and Aisha and Captain Glenn and Luca. I didn't know who he was really, but was there the, kind of the only scandal? We're talking with Karen. We're talking BravoCon that happened this past weekend. So it's every show that's on the Bravo network goes to this. 25,000 plus people were there this weekend. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a huge a money maker for them because they have the booths. They sell you outrageous price tickets mm-hmm. and everything else. Did you find that um, the only big things that I heard was about Kyle Richards, kind of, that... You know, she was pissed at Dorit for how she treated her and talking about her divorce. And then Jeff Lewis kind of dissed her. Yeah, again. I wasn't at that panel either, but, but I, I heard mean, about it. So were there any other big scandals or did you see anyone really wasted? No, bro. Well, yeah, Shep was. Yeah, Shep? I could see that. Yeah, that's not Shep a surprise. From Southern Charm. Yeah. He looked drunk the whole time, like very yeah. disheveled. Yeah. Um, 
But that's about the only one that seemed like they were super wasted. And I mean, there's rumors of Lala and Captain Jason hooking up, but which I hope is who true. Knows? I mean, I, those are the I kind mean, of things they make go, a beautiful couple. That's what I'd say. I'd I'd watch them do taxes. <laughs> okay, I, I love that. I love that. All right, so I have a question for you guys. What is it about these reality shows that you're so invested in it? Mm. It's an, for me, it's an escape. Okay. And I just have grown to love these people over the years. And I just, I just find it fascinating. There's a lot of people that are way more attached to them and have, have way more opinions on, oh, Kyle shouldn't have said this or Dorit shouldn't have done this. For me, it's just about the entertainment and the yeah. drama. Okay. Yeah. And so, what about you? I, I like, here's the thing. I like lore. I like backstory. It's like kind of how people like the Marvel Universe I like the Bravo universe. I like oh. the, all the, sometimes they, you know, cross over. I like knowing all the shows I've watched. Oh, you know, me and uh, Karin were talking about it. I love watching the old episodes mm-hmm. and knowing backstories and kind of motivations. And then my favorite thing in the world is finding somebody who else who watches this. Like yes. me and my sister co- text constantly about it. We're like, oh my God, do you hate Austin? I hate Austin. You know what I mean? Like vibe. <laughs> and you know, we're not like, I would never boo anybody like the whole yeah. Ta- Tom Sandoval and, and um, Rachel thing makes me feel terrible. I'm like, I'm not to judge at anybody, but um, I do love having a strong opinion and not having to explain why, yeah. you know and what it I is, mean? It really is a community. That's why you should go because yes. it's your people. It's the only people that you can actually spend hours talking to. I mean, I'm at, so many people at the airport, and next thing I know, they're in our hotel room having oh, drinks with fun. us, and we had no idea who they were. So it's just kind of the subculture of yeah. people. For yeah. me, when you watch the old episodes, I can't believe the plastic surgery and injectable life yeah. span, oh, yeah. because it, it happened so much quicker than it used to mm-hmm. at the beginning, but Salt Lake completely changed. Every single one of them looked completely different year two. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought, I mean, yeah. that just kind of blows me away, but I would like to look at these people in person. I would love it. I don't I even know. like, I don't even like, it's not even I get like where I need a photo. No. I would just like to be at the panels. I love being around that kind of mm-hmm. energy. I love seeing people in person and it's just like, it's a whole vibe, right? It's like the Taylor Swift thing. It's a whole vibe, yeah. you know? Yeah. Do you think Andy's kind of shady? No. Okay. I love Andy. Okay. What about you? I don't think Andy's shady. I think it. it it's a, it's, it's like not if we're going to evaluate what he's putting out, we have to look at it as the consumer as well. Like, I think right. someday we might look back at this and go, this is an archaic thing. And like, we probably won't be allowed to do it where people drink so much in and our TV. And yeah. all blow up on it. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think that like there is some sort of we if we're watching and consuming, he's putting out things we want to see and he gives opportunities. You know, he's given more jobs than most people I know. Mm-hmm. So it. There's something to be said. He knows what he's put. He knows mm-hmm. his demographic for sure. Okay. And last question, Karen, is <laughs> do you ever think a Real Housewives of Minnesota would ever work? <laughs> I mean, I personally would watch it, but yeah. I, no, we're I not, don't think so. We're too sensible. Yeah. Or something. It's annoying. So. Yeah. yeah it but is. I would step it up. Like if they're listening, like I will become unhinged if that's oh, what they need. if that's what you need. If that was the cue card. All right, that's yeah. good You're to welcome, know. Andy. Thank you so much, Karen. Yeah, of course. I appreciate you it coming in. It was fun. In. It was fun having a, you know, I felt like we were there, sort yeah. of. And thanks for the pictures and all your time. Of course. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Slurry and Julia on my talk. Hey, everybody. It's Julia here for Learning Rx. And, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, is that, 
it's time to start thinking of holiday giving and stuff. And sometimes, you know, grandparents like to give their grandchildren opportunity to maybe go through the program. And sometimes, you know, parents aren't aware and the grandparents kind of step in and say, hey, I'm willing to do this. But it all starts with an assessment. Um, And think about it as a gift-giving opportunity because I think the gift of learning and the gift of education being able to enjoy and, and be enhanced by your education, not fighting the system the whole way because your child is underperforming, would be so wonderful for anybody. Call Learning Rec. Set up your one-hour assessment. Really get into the key points of your cognitive brain that are underperforming, just like parts of your body underperform. If your brain is unperforming, you can't grow. If your body's unperforming, you can't play. It just it makes so much sense, and it works. Learning Rx. Oh my gosh, thanks for hanging out with us today. As we wrap up our BravoCon discussion, we're going to talk about getting your kids into the most exclusive private school in the world. And we are delighted to have with us Rebecca Hanover, who has written her first adult novel after spending so many years winning awards, writing for CBS's Guiding Light. And um, a YA novel, The Similars, which hit New York Times bestseller list. And now here you are with The Last Applicant, a novel. Welcome, Rebecca, to the LoJ Book Club. How are you today? Oh, I'm great. Thank you so much. What an introduction. Well, I know. We we literally just had a lady that was in the front row at BravoCon all weekend on, a colleague, and it was just so funny hearing the stories. Oh my gosh! Well, th- thank you so much. I'm. Um, it's so fun to be here. And um, yes, adult adult thriller. It's been kind of a wild ride and and tons of fun. So, and your um, book is so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you so much. It's it definitely is definitely twisty and dark and edgy and all, all the things. Rebecca. Um, but I'm, I'm, it is yeah. a little triggering though because these women, <laughs> these New York women. Before they even conceive their child, they have a game plan, and it is to get into this school. And I have a a one-and-a-half-year-old, and I, like, realized the other day that, like, we haven't really talked about colors once. (laughs) So, like, is it really like that in New York? Is it, are people really, is it that intense? It it is. And so I live in San Francisco, although I used to live in New York. Uh, But my experience of this realm, you know, since I've had kids has all been in, in San Francisco, where okay. I think things are like, a few, you know, maybe a notch or two down, but still, there's still kind of a frenzy even here. But I will say that it's, it's like, all pretty stressful in, in the moment. But like, the truth is like, it kind of works out like, pe- you know, you find a place for your kid. And, you know, everybody down the line can al- almost has amnesia around. Like, what? Oh, did I go to all those lengths, like for kindergarten, you know, but <laughs> Um, in the moment, it can feel pretty, pretty high stakes, I guess, which is why it's where the idea came from for the book. Like, you yeah. know, you're always searching for something that's high stakes and then kind of taking it up a notch for a novel. Well, so. Your your book is so good. Why don't you give everybody this setup? And I love yeah. that it was kind of your idea came from this intensive parenting article that was in The Atlantic. Yes, yes. So the book essentially is about this question of what if, or at least the idea came to me when I wondered what if an admissions director at one of these elite, you know, kindergarten through 12th grade private Manhattan schools, like what if, what if a parent was so desperate to get her, her kid in that she stalked the admissions director? Um, and so in, in the book, 
Audrey Singer is the admissions director. And then there's this mom, Sarah Price, who is that desperate mom. Um, and they're, you know, as, as you know, but as you all can imagine, you know, their lives get enmeshed and it becomes this just kind of cat and mouse, cat and mouse game where we don't know sort of which way is up. Um, and yes, intensive parenting. I, I, I have three kids. They're 12, nine, and four. And as much as I try to sort of, you know, take like a big picture perspective and try not to get, you know, so worked up about things, I, I really, I'm guilty myself of, you know, taking things so seriously. And in 2023, like we, like to parent is a verb, right? Right. Um, so we, we all, we all take it really seriously and I get it. Like I do it too, but I, I kind of wanted to explore that with this, with this book. You know, and it's, it's interesting. If you're just joining us, we're talking with um, uh, Emmy award winning author and bestselling author, the last applicant, Rebecca Hanover and Rebecca, you know, even in, we were just kind of talking about BravoCon, even watching like the real housewives of New York and watching sex in the city and watching all these New York based show the drive with everybody who has a child and will make all these sacrifices to get them in in kindergarten to the elitist school or yep. otherwise they're not going to meet yep. the right connections more so than right. any other city right. in the country. Yes, totally. And again, there's echoes of it, I think in all the major cities and, and all over. Sure. Um, Cause you know, everyone wants the best for their kid and everyone imagines, like you said, you have a one-year-old, you know, the truth is like, they will be fine no matter right. no matter what Thank happens. God, because like, we, I yeah. Oh, good. Good to hear. But, but, it, but it, it doesn't always feel that way. It feels like these, it feels like these decisions matter so much, you know? Do you think but it's... That was the fun of it for the book, yeah. Oh, yeah. The book, the book is such an intense, <laughs> fast-paced thriller, but we're both like halfway through it, just loving it, and it's just very, I mean, you can, it's a page turner. Yeah. It's gripping. You can relate to it, though, even, even yeah. though the psychoness is kind of going on between these two women, you can kind of relate to it, and the teenage daughter is like, Mom, please. Right. You yeah. know, because my kids are grown, and they're in their 20s. I just, I really think there is this, this, when you're a parent, and your kids are younger, you just have this drive to make sure that everything works out for them and they meet the right people, they have the right playgroups, they do this. You know, it's so stupid in the bigger picture. Yes. No, I, I couldn't agree more. And, and um, you know, you mentioned that intensive parenting article. And there's, I mean, there's all these terms now that have you guys heard snowplow parent, which is when you push. The op- you just push the obstacles out of the way of the child like a snowplow. Like, Helic- helicopter that- used to be you'd clear the way, and now this is you're just pushing them. I love that. I would like yeah. to be have my husband be a snowplow in my life and just get rid of all my obstacles, but I guess it's a right? non-option. Where's my, where's my snowplow? Exactly. Right. And of course, those things are ultimately like actually detrimental to our kids. That's the irony. So it's, it's hard. Like I said, I am no... Saint, like I can totally fall into these habits myself of, of thinking, you know, I need to set everything up for my kid or fix things for my kid. But then I try to take a step back and remember that it's that, actually healthy. To, this to is real problem. I love yeah. it. But you have three kids. Those are, you know, different <laughs> grades. Not you've got a 12 and yeah. nine and a four year old. So that's a lot of different yeah. schools and a lot of different juggling yeah. and everything going on. <clears throat> I have to ask you, OK, so. Yeah. You went from being a soap opera writer, and I just, 
finished John Stamos's memoir and he talked about the pages and pages and pages and pages of dialogue he had to learn every day on a soap opera and you get one take. I mean, was that just yeah. so intense? And mm-hmm. then deciding to go to write novels? What was that like? Yeah, um, the soap opera job was a dream job. Like, honestly, the most the most fun I've probably had had in my life. Oh, um, I but love that. It, yes, it was, oh, it was so great. And I mean, the, the folks that I worked with were so talented. And that's the thing. He is totally, I mean, obviously, he's, he's right. He knows what he's what he's saying. And like, there's think, you know, think about there being five hours of material that you need for every single week, right? Compared to some streaming show where they, maybe they make like 10, you know, 10 hours of it the whole year. Right. Right. So um, it's just so much for everyone, the crew, the cast, the directors, the writers. Um, And as a writer, we would just have to churn it out. But when I say that, like um, I, we still were aiming for really high quality. Absolutely. So um, it was, that's where I learned everything I learned about storytelling. I learned in that job because you just you dive so deeply into these characters and then you try to find story that's really authentic to them. And that, like, that's true with, with this novel that I wrote, like it always comes back to a concept that you can really get, you know, sink your teeth into and then really letting the characters drive what happens. Oh, good. Um, and that's, what's, that's what's so writing. So like as well. this being your first adult thriller, is this something you want to do again? A hundred percent. I'm working on another one, uh, just another standalone um, psychological suspense. I had, it was, the last applicant was uh, really raw and emotional for me in a way, like writing for adults took me like to deeper and darker places than for, for teens, but I also loved it. Like just, it was a total blast. So yes, I would love to do more. Well, you're good at it, Rebecca. It was, it, and it's, it, it's a treat to meet you. And I think you're our first person who started out in soap operas and then went over yeah. to novels. And we interviewed a gob of, not, of oh authors. God. And you, you gripped us from the first page. Oh, wow. There's, it's a good book. That's a compliment. <laughs> it's a good book. Okay, we have to ask you. Um, yes. I know you don't have a lot of time to do any reading, reading. But is there a book that you read that you just love that you think other people should know about? Besides yours. Yes. Yes. And I do. I actually, you know what? You can, when you're a writer, you can count reading time as work. Okay. Like, oh, nice. <laughs> you, you, know, you can say, well, I'm researching. or I'm, <laughs> So I do read. I read a ton of YA and I read a ton of thrillers, which makes sense since that's what I write. Um, I just read Delicate Condition by Danielle Valentine. I don't know if, if you're familiar with that, but it's like a modern take on Rosemary's Baby. Oh, jeez. Um, pregnant woman and it turns sort of horror oh. and it's really good it's really good it's different yep and really good so uh, i highly recommend it okay good Lori. Lori would love that Lori <laughs> likes more of the horror things i like i just stay yeah. right on the thriller line and don't like to go anywhere yeah. past yeah. that but i'm just delighted to meet you and congratulations to you <laughs> on your book the last applicant and i hope you have great sales and we'll look forward to reading your next oh. book oh my gosh thank you so much this was such an honor and and so much fun oh great thank you for being with us all right take care have a great day and we've got a couple of copies to give away 651-641-1071 that's it with the phone number right yeah you nailed it you looked at me and i'm thinking is there another digit
Did we forget an area code? No, you Are we calling from a different country? <laughs> and when we come back, hopefully we might have a special call in from someone giving us on the street reporting on a new store. We'll be right back. Hey, gang, it is Julia here for Hammernecks. And, um, oh, gosh, it's exciting. It's exciting to think about remodeling and doing new things. Maybe you have just a teeny small project that you have you know, you're sick of looking at your carpeting in your family room that has all the spills on it from 20 years of kids running around, and it's time to upgrade. Why not look at the amazing selection of luxury wide plank vinyl flooring? It is to die for. It is stains-proof. It is scratch-proof. It is sun-proof. It is waterproof. Um, I just feel like I spent so many years with our hardwood floors worrying about people's boots and the salt and sand getting on the floor that this would just be such a nice thing to have. But they also have the beautiful hardwood floors and the hardwood laminates and gorgeous carpeting. And the gorgeous new location in Hudson is is really a showstopper. If you're looking for a fun day trip, it's just so fun to go there. They have it all at Hammernix, including installers on staff and designers. Call them today or go visit. We have um, Q with us, who's our social media director here at My Talk, and we had been talking. I think Q, you first found out about this Costco discount store, and then I was supposed to go visit it, and then I forgot where it was, and then today we're both like, "Let's find it." And you, you went on a little excursion for us. So tell us where you went and what is happening at the Costco resale store. Yes. So I'm going to add field reporter to my uh, resume now. <laughs> um, I'm out at uh, Sky Group Bargains. What's it called again? Sky Group Sky Bar- Group Bargains. Okay. Yes. And it's just in this little warehouse kind of area off Energy Parkway, um, right off 280. Okay. And it is a giant discount Costco. Oh, tell us. So I think we're on to something. My talkers save some inventory for everybody else. Okay. This place has everything. Okay. (gasps) Okay. Do they have any pots for winter already? (laughs) They have, I mean, they have everything from, I walked in and there's clothing racks and shoe racks and toys. And then it opens up into a huge warehouse space and there's Christmas trees, TVs, couches, dog food, um, there's drinks, there's food, and a lot of it's like damaged packaging or it's stuff that they had leftover inventory from. So some stuff you kind of got to piece through, but there are some gems. Okay, give us what, like, discounted, like, what are you thinking? Like, how discounted? So there was some stuff, like there were these giant area rugs that were probably, I want to say, 10 by 8. Okay, yeah. Um, for like $59. That's a good deal. There was sous vide machines, if anyone's like a big cooking person. Yes. Uh, those retail around like 150 to $200. They had those for 49 right. Um They had Theragun, not brand the brand Theragun, but sure. the massa- deep tissue massagers. Right. For like $40. Okay. Um, there is, I mean, everything you can imagine. And the prices vary. I mean, there's still some TVs that they have in there for 900 But okay. um, you're still getting a really good discount on them. Are there any laptops or Apple Watches or anything, that kind of stuff? Nothing like that. Okay. My guess is all of the stuff that's under lock and key probably gets sent back to the, the distributors. Med- sure. Okay. But... Even right now, sitting outside, there are huge, like, huge 
um, bundles of clothes and inventory that they have dropped off on the loading dock. So there is no shortage of stuff. My guess is it's restocked daily, and there's a little something for everybody. Okay. Oh, I'm so excited. Now, one more thing. If you're just joining us, we have our field reporter, Q, who's also our social media director here at MyTalk. He went to Sky Group Bargains, which is the Costco... um, Overstock surplus surplus store, which is on Energy Park Drive off of 280 in St. Paul. Is is it is it? it, I mean, like when you talked about food, do they have freezer cases of food? So nothing's refrigerated or frozen. Okay, Um, it's all going to be like dry food. So there's everything from ramen, giant boxes of fruit snacks. There's cases of Celsius and Monster for any energy drink people giant cases of sparkling water and then they even have like loose cans that you can grab from stuff that ripped open um so nothing perishable but they have bags of dog food and cat food vitamins Um, any vitamins Uh, no vitamins okay vitamins there was some collagen um supplements in there okay um (laughs) candles and then there's some nail polish some makeup okay um yeah, socks, lots of little kids' clothes. All so, right. Honestly, I don't think you can come here with a specific thing in mind. Got it. It's one of those places that you have to show up and just let it speak to you. That's like opits. Yes. You have to let. Yes. I love that. Uh, uh, Q, I told you to look for an umbrella. What? Anything? Any umbrella sticking out or is it too late in the season, you think? I think we're a little too late in the season. Right. Next year, next but year. But I will say, this is a place where I could absolutely see patio furniture or giant umbrellas because they had like 10 foot Christmas trees inside here for like 300 bucks. Oh, wow. And if the lights are on, you're golden. You're golden. Oh Oh, yeah. Lights, everything. Like there is. I'm excited about this. So you're excited about it. I think too. I'm very excited. I will be coming back here. Okay. I can guarantee you you need a membership to get in. No, I just walked right in. Good question. So you don't need a Costco membership. We're talking about Sky Group bargains. And do do they have weird hours? Or I think they're not open at night. Or they're open Tuesday through Saturday. Mm. I think like eleven to six. Okay, or that's something like okay. That. But they're open on Saturdays. Okay, right. I am so excited about this. Yeah, I think there's something for everybody here. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to, like, go in and just kind of dig and find some great deals. Um, And I think we should make some content out of this. I think we should take a little uh, field trip and see if we can get a budget from B. Arthur. Oh, I'll go. We'll put together together a Christmas, oh, I don't know, a Christmas special day for somebody. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Bradley and Don have Kimu. I think you guys have a guide group. Ours That'll is going to be Sky Group bargains. That is so up our alley. Like <laughs> I that, love it. I, I'm already like, why am I buying my dog food anywhere else but here? Well, it, dog food's expensive. Ah, I mean, it adds up. Yeah. I, I love you. You really and did. And the toys, do they have any books? Um, I didn't see any books. That's something that I might have missed. Sure. I mean, I didn't even get a chance to see everything. Or it might be something that comes and goes. Um, but definitely lots of like little kids' toys. Um, they have a lot of bedding stuff, pillows. So, I mean, I could just go on and on. I'm excited and I know you are too. So this makes me happy. Um, Oh yeah. I'm a deal hunter and I know that a lot of my talkers (laughs) are as well. Yes. So I think that people are really going to have a fun time with this. 
Thank you for going on this. We forgot about it, Kira and I, because we looked, I don't know, how, like three months ago, didn't we talk about this? Oh, yeah, we talked about it like six months Maybe ago. Maybe six months ago. And I keep, I kept driving on 280 looking for it, looking for it, and I never saw it. And finally, I, I ran across the sheet in my briefcase like two days ago, and I'm like, <laughs> it's not even on 280. It's on Energy Park Drive, but I'm thrilled that you found this. Yeah, it's kind of tucked away, um, but if you search it on any map, app that you use it'll pull up and it brings you right to the front door okay my friend charlie of course is um all over everything and she just they have a facebook page too okay it's called sky group bargains and it shows my god they have nice stuff in their queue so it shows what they've Mm -hmm. got and i bet inventory chains all the time but that'd be a good follow on facebook sky group bargains oh you're right you heard it first when you go in there just say lay and julia and q sent me <laughs> yeah, maybe they'll. Uh, maybe we can work out a little discount with them or something. There, there we go. Thank you so much, Q. Appreciate Absolutely, it. Absolutely, guys. All right. See you tomorrow. Thank Bye. you. He's off to vote. Um, no, seriously, we have been talking about that grant. Remember when we? Oh, I yeah. mean, this was a long time ago. Yeah. And I'm like, I kept looking for it in the wrong spot. It's five minutes from here. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. down the road. I noticed that. It's, it's literally far. like probably even less because that's like getting out of the parking lot yeah. first. So Sky Group bargains, but they have beautiful sectional couches I'm seeing. I, what I want to do is I want to like loop it in to my commute early on Thursday <laughs> and hit it up. Because okay. I feel like the queue I like is amazing and boots on the ground. But like I have a wider availability of things I can accept into my life because like kid dogs cat yes. i want it all yes what about you they are closed on mondays just so yes, you know he said oh, tuesday, tuesday through tuesday, saturday yep. 11 to 6, six. yes yeah. yep. okay wow i'm Look in at- i'm Q? in too great I'm job too. not all heroes wear capes <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll be back this is laurie and julie on my talk